We turn to the news line. We are joined by ABC News correspondent Tom Rivers, who's been covering the uh, aftermath of the earthquake or earthquakes because there have been multiple uh, quakes and aftershocks in Japan. Tom, tell us what the latest is. Yeah, the latest, sadly, uh, about two, three hours ago now, we got new information. Uh, death toll now up to 65, and uh, it may uh, climb even more so. Uh, 300 people, thereabouts, uh, injured in the kind of a remote western part of Japan where this struck uh, earlier today. Uh, there have been hundreds, as you can imagine, of aftershocks, but one came in at 5.5, which would, uh, in and of itself, get your notice. So, yes, it is a, a difficult time right now. Prime Minister Kachita was talking about this earlier today as well, saying we're now in this, you know, the magic 72 hours so he's throwing more personnel at it, saying, look, if we're going to get more people out of the rubble, it's got to happen like right now. So he's doubling the uh, the soldiers that are helping out from 1,000 to 2,000, doubling first responders, um, doubling police from other parts of Japan that can help uh, navigate and help people there, and also getting uh, twice as many rescue search dogs. So, yes, now is the time to really go to work there. Yeah, and in the wake of all that and trying to get this done uh, kind of in this key 72 hours, I mean, you know, what is the likelihood of it knowing just how devastating some of these earthquakes have been and uh, some of the challenges that uh, Japan's, you know, kind of island nature have in store? Well, again, they, you know, they're, they're pretty good at, uh, at uh, warnings and alerts, but uh, when, when Mother Nature calls, you just all you can do is react. And uh, it's difficult, too. You look at some of the picturesque landscape before uh, the earthquake, a lot of the very, very old wooden structures out there, heavy tiles, they went down very, very quickly. Um, a lot of the modern buildings fared, as you can well imagine, much better, but... Things like landslides meant that, you know, they've been moved, you know, sufficiently that they're not uh, safe to occupy right now. So, yes, a variety of different kinds of problems for the buildings in that part of Japan and in, in one town uh, in, the, uh, in the area there. They're saying at least 200 homes were destroyed in Wajima. That's just one town. So, yes, multiply that over a pretty, pretty widespread rural area, generally rural area. And you're going to say, look, this is not going to be solved next week. They're going to have problems there for literally months, maybe years to come. All right. In the meantime, I mean, I know that uh, you know Japan is a pretty self-sufficient nation, but other nations are, I'm assuming, starting to organize aid deliveries there. How can people help? What are the best ways? That's a great question. You know, I think, you know, at this point, I think Japan probably can handle it themselves. They're, they're pretty well versed at this. This is what they do. Um, but, yes, yeah, certainly from Washington and London, they're saying, we're here. If you want help, just pick up the phone. So uh, will that happen? I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, unlike, you know, some, some, some countries, when they get hit and hit hard, they really, you know, beg for and need help. Japan may not really fall into that category. Mm, okay. Hey, Tom Rivers, thank you. We appreciate it. Take care.